Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <sighs> Sorry I'm late, everyone. It's all right. The meeting's just getting started. Are you in your closet? Yeah, it's the quietest place. <clears throat> ah, not the roomiest, though. Getting closer with your closet these days? That a uh, dinosaur costume behind you? What? No. <laughs> the Container Store's custom closet sale is here to help with up to 25% off closet systems and free virtual in-home closet design. Who wants Sean to put on the dino suit? Really, guys? The Container Store, where space comes from. From the shores of Malibu, where the waves are pumping, to the Great Wall of China, and back to the streets of Las Vegas, where the UFC is coming. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about, but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry. We will voice it for you. We talk about everything on It's Time. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, UFC, President Trump, politics, film, TV, you name it, we talk about it. It's no holds barred radio, folks. And to start this time with us now, we have my co-host, TJ DeSantis. TJ, had a good oh, week. Forget Ready for- about me. I mean, this about you? loss over me. The champ's on the line. All right. Well, <laughs> you know what? The champ is here. The champ is here. The champ is here. Here we are. We're coming up to UFC 252. We have one of my favorite people in the UFC on the line with us right now. He is the heavyweight champion of the world, Stipe Miocic. I got to practice, Stipe. It's a few days away. You know that. All right. You're good. You still sound amazing. Oh, thank you, my friend. You look amazing. You look happy. How's Ryan? How's the kids? Awesome. How's everything going? Yeah, Mila's doing great. She just turned two a few weeks ago, and Ryan's always awesome. She always takes care of me. Can't complain. Can't complain. Amazing. amazing. God, two years old. Time flies. I remember when I did the uh, the birth of your baby's video, you know? Yeah, right? Two years ago? Crazy, right? That's crazy. God, it's kind of scary yeah. how fast that goes. <laughs> it's wild. I know. Right? I know. Totally, it's crazy. Totally I know it's incredible. Stipe, speaking of incredible, your career in the UFC is incredible. Uh, you came back off your loss of the championship to the challenger, DC Cormier, a while back. You came back, you got the championship belt back, and now we're on to the rubber match, the trilogy fight, the end of it all, the beginning of it all, however you want to look at it. Saturday night's probably your biggest or is your biggest fight ever. Um, it's DC's biggest fight ever. It's almost a, a rush to see who's the greatest heavyweight ever in the UFC. Many people do believe that. And um, how are you feeling about this all, Steve? You're so humble to begin with. Do you, do you get amped up for this, or is it business as usual and it hits you the night of the fight? How does this work for you on fight week? I mean, it, it's like riding a bike. The more times you do it, the easier it gets. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll be amped up, but, you know, I just listen, I'm going to go out there and do my job, you know. I worked hard for 10 weeks to get here. And, uh, you know, I'm not letting this thing go. I'm walking out with the belt still wrapped on my waist. Very cool. Everywhere, house, outside, taking <laughs> wherever you go. Yeah, yeah, what do you do with the belt? Have you, have you taken it weird places? You take it at the firehouse? Yeah, they make me take it there. They take pictures of me doing stuff with it or when I'm working. It, they make it awkward. And then, uh, you know, I, I'll do it to promos and stuff, like if I do signings and stuff. But I just kind of leave it in my basement or man cave and just, you know. So you're not not like Tim Sylvia where you would go get gas or maybe go down to the local McDonald's and make sure you have your your heavyweight belt around your waist, right? No, no, no. My wife wife will beat my ass. (laughs) And we know Ryan's capable. (laughs) Do you have both versions of the belt, Sipe? I know you have the old version, but do you have the new one yet? Yeah, I do. I have the new one. The last one was a new one. What do you you like about uh, the new one? Because I've heard mixed reviews on it. It took me a while to get used to it, but now now I prefer it, I think. Uh, I mean, I like it. I mean, it, you know, I like it because it's mine. Right, of course. <laughs> um, but I, I do like the old one. I don't know some about the old one. I just like the old school. But uh, the new one looks good. It looks, you know, it looks up to date, you know, kind of just more, you know, with times, I guess. Sure. You know, I, I'm wondering about that. You know, I've heard so many different values on the belt. What do they value the belt at? I've heard 40000 30000 Is there uh, any kind yeah, of a... Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> you know what, Bruce? I think, you know, as far as, like, materials, there obviously is a cost, like, whatever the UFC Yeah, that's for. what I'm talking about. But, but what I'm cost. saying is that's irrelevant. Like, if you were to put Stipe Miocic's title on eBay, 
he could easily pull a hundred grand. Easy. easy. And Stipe, it's coming from me, who's a big collector of collectibles. We're going to talk a little bit about some collectibles later on the show. Um, but yeah, that belt, first off, it's not going anywhere, Stipe. It should go no. to your kids. You know? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, yeah. That's, that's, that's all my daughters. And we have more than them, so. Yeah, I guarantee if you ever got rid of that, that's one of the things you would regret for a very long period of time. So let's not even go there. Yeah. All right, you got... You got the belt around your waist. You're carrying a hundred thousand plus worth of gold, maybe a few hundred thousand in a few years. Let's just all enjoy it as it goes up and enjoy your career as it follows forward. Stipe, I think DC, as well as I know him and all he's accomplished in his life, if Saturday night turns out to be a loss for DC, and I'm talking openly, we have speaking openly, um, there probably will be serious consideration. I'm thinking that he would retire at that point. You win, maintain, move on. How long do you see yourself fighting in a perfect world in the UFC? Um, well, I know it's open, but I'm going to say when I win. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, as long as, I'm having, as long as I'm having fun and enjoying myself and, you know, I'll make sure I'm still healthy. I want to make sure I'm around with my kids where I can still pick them up and do things with them, you know, but so far so good, you know, and knock on wood, you know, I feel great. Uh, you know, I'm getting older, but I'm feeling the best I've ever felt and so, you know, we'll see. You know, just uh, the minute I'm not having fun in the sport, I'm out. But it feels like a job. Um, kind of the answer I would give if you asked me the same question. <laughs> hey, hey, real quick, statistically speaking, Stipe, you are the greatest UFC heavyweight champion of all time. You defended the belt more than anybody. Um, th this win, uh, if it comes on, on Saturday, I think would just cement that status a bit more. Do you think about your legacy much? Is that something that means anything to you? Uh, you know, I never, never thought about it before, but now, you know, the more I think about it and you know, talking to people about it, and I kind of do not so much for like the UFC standpoint, but like for my family, for my daughter, to show them that like, or if we have more kids, show them like, listen, like look, hard work, you know, look what happens when you work your, your butt off and, and you, 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 you do, you strive to do something and you get it, you know, you know, hard work pays off. Just want to show them that, you know, show them that legacy and keep it. If you have more kids, you got to retire from the firefighting business if you have more kids. My goodness. Oh, man. I think we have – Ahead, let's, have, let's have Ryan on before we ask that question. I think she's the one that's going to have to be the one to answer that question. It's so easy for a man to say, have more kids. We're not the ones doing the work, guys. I think uh, that's a question for Ryan. Really? But would you like, would you like more children? I'm doing would it wrong like at home then. I'm doing all the work, Buff. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Maybe, lies. maybe the, all lies. <laughs> yeah, maybe the afterbirth work. Don't give me the pre-birth work, okay? <laughs> They're the ones that do the work. Let's true, face true. it. Yeah. The work we yeah. do to create that takes whatever it takes. They take it from there. So let's, yeah. let's well, put it that way. Yeah. My wife, uh, she, she definitely, she's told me she wants to have more, you know. She told wow. me, so, you know, we do all that practice after, after the fight, so, you know. Uh, 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 <laughs> you mean there's no, wait, wait, wait. There's no practice before the fight? Are you, are you definitely abstaining or what? Well, for a little bit. I don't go too crazy. I mean, like, like two weeks before, you know, really, you know, so. Hey, for, but, uh, for, for most married men in this country, statistics say that two weeks is pretty normal, so I don't know. Apparently, yeah, not in my household. I get, I get attitude if I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Somehow, for some reason, I think it's kind of cool to be single after that last question. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, listen, Stipe, you're facing DC Cormier, okay? Probably one of the most cerebral, talented heavyweights ever to walk into the octagon. You're both wrestlers. You're a boxer. Uh, DC has shown that he can punch, as we've witnessed in the past. How's your approach towards this fight after fighting this um, grand champion and, and man twice before where each fight went to a different angle? Is, is it a different approach? Is it the same wrestling approach? It, look, give, just give me your thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of everything. I think, uh, you know, you, you take every fight the same. Even though it's different, you got to go in there and do your job. Go out there and, you know, do your game plan. Um, and just listen to your coaches, uh, you know, but he's going to definitely work on the things he did wrong, like, like I did. And he's going to work, he's going to work better on the things I, you know, like that. You know, just, you know, there'd be a different game plan for both of us. There's no questions. It's a different fight. Every fight's different. So I think, um, you know, definitely going to be a different fight. You know, he's going to he's going to try to wrestle me. So, you know, I mean, listen, we're fighting though. We're not wrestling. Right. And, you know, one of the other big changes now, something you've not experienced and we're all experiencing now, and we probably will for at least another six to 12 months or more hopefully not, is the fact that there are no fans in the audience, right? You're going to be fighting at the Apex Center, which is a great setup. Dana White, the powers of be, did an amazing job with everything being done, all the safety and protocol in place. I can tell from your hotel room that you're at the residence, right? 
Okay. Yep. I, I recognize the beautiful artwork on the, uh, <laughs> on the wall there. Um, with that being said, is there anything that is different for you? Is, is it lower for you? Does it make any difference for you? My guess is it doesn't, but it can always have an effect that you're not walking out to 20,000 plus fans. Uh, you know, I love the fans being there, you know, cause they make with the sport what it is. It's, you know, you know, but, uh, I don't really feed too much off of me. I just, I'm in there. I got another man trying to beat me up. So I, that's all I'm worried about. So, right. uh, but yeah, you know, the fans are awesome, but it, it'll be weird for a split second. But once the, you know, the bell rings, we'll be ready, I'm ready to go. Yeah. You're always ready to go. There's no question. Speaking of ready to go, um, in Ohio, there's no sports, you know, and a big question is going to be, well, there are sports, excuse me, but you're a huge sports fan. I know you're a big football fan, all that kind of stuff. You know, the, the coronavirus has caused more than 60 NFL players to withdraw from their 2020 season. So do you think there's going to be a season? Do you think there's going to be football this year? You know, I, you know, I don't know. It'd be crazy. Uh, I know <clears throat> I saw somewhere they're in phase three, which they need to be for medication for it to, to help for the cure. So hopefully one of those works well, you know, and starts helping out. And I think, uh, you know, it, it, there's a good chance it can't be, if, you know, if, they, if they're real strict on it. But I mean, you know, that's all me saying what you know I think but it doesn't mean anything I don't I don't know what you know what's going on with, with it, how they're doing the protocols and stuff like that so I sure hope so because you know people we need you know we love sports it, it brings us yeah. together yeah it does bring us together the the Pac-10 and the Big Ten have already postponed their football seasons there's no games in 2020 that was so well, they might they might they might do in the spring yeah, yeah, the spring yeah they might move what was that's going to be weird. Oh, sorry, it's be 32, uh, 2021. I'm an idiot. Sorry. <laughs> no, but, but, but that's weird, though. Moving into spring, like for me, like I grew up in the Midwest, you know, when, when football season happens, like there's a cool crisp in the air. It's autumn. Yeah. You know, we eat chili and, and cinnamon rolls where I'm from uh, and, and watch, watch football. Having that in the springtime would just feel almost wrong. Yeah, right. at, least, at, least, at least it'll be, uh, you know, warmer than day drink. <laughs> there you go. There you go, right? Yeah. You can do it in yeah, the Got to look at the positive, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, there are, there are different measuring bars of when you've uh, made it uh, in sports and in, in pop culture. And one thing I was thinking about you, Stipe, I think one of the uh, sort of clear indicators that you've made it as a mainstream star is people probably don't call you Stipe anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's still here and there, but yeah, they actually call you a steep day, so. Yeah, I mean. I get, I get called a lot worse at home, though. <laughs> they, they, I mean, especially if it's longer than two weeks. My goodness. Right. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, totally. come on. Ryan, uh, Ryan doesn't have a temper. Don't, don't break my image now. Oh, no. <laughs> she's a sweetheart. I know she is. I know she is. Hey, listen, speaking of home, are, is Ryan with you or is she coming in town? Yeah, um, so Ryan's coming in on Thursday. The baby's staying back with my mom, dad, and in-laws. They're all hanging on the aunt. They're all going to watch it the whole time. We're gone. So Ryan comes in third tomorrow night, I think. I should check that, but I'm pretty sure tomorrow night. I know she's coming tomorrow. I just think it's nighttime. So and she'll be staying at the other hotel until we're cleared. Uh, the one across the way, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she'll get tested and everything, too, so make sure she's good and then, you know. Yeah, we all got to go through that. So now the testing situation, I know you got there, you got tested. Uh, you'll be tested again on Thursday, right? Yeah, yep, yeah. tomorrow. So your training, give, give the people an idea. I mean, we're so used to people having their gyms coming in, the, the gym setups with UFC, the open uh, workouts happening before a show, the press conferences. How different is this fight week in transition for you coming in? Are there the press conferences? Is there an open workout of any sorts? What is what is it like this now? Is it strictly well, just workout? And well, you tell me. I'm sitting here. Yeah, sitting. no, it, there is. We have we have our own workout room. Like it's just my workout room with my team. It's like a little the hotel room. They move everything out, put mats in there. I mean, it's not huge, but it gets the job done. You know, um, and then the, the week the week of the fight, it's actually a lot less than usual. There was no open workout. There was no open workouts. There's no official way in. Just you know, one way in. Um, it's kind of nice. I'm not gonna lie. I just kind of relax, just relax, watch TV, and do my thing. You know, I have a few things to do every day, but I mean, I'm done today after two o'clock. I only had three things today, which was pretty simple, you know. Um, but uh, we actually do have a press conference. It'll be just me, Dana, and DC. I think uh, it's at four o'clock tomorrow. Right, four o'clock. Yeah. So, but we're doing six feet apart and all that stuff. So. Hey, yeah. You know, talking about the changes and stuff, Stipe. This is going to be in the Apex smaller cage. Have Have you ever experienced fighting in? This smaller of a space and is there anything you can do to prepare for that well yeah actually my the, the cage in my gym is that size oh perfect so i mean perfect. i've been training for that for like eight years 
So some people have said that the larger uh, octagon, the 32 by 32 or 33 by 33, if I'm not mistaken, I forget, is an advantage to DC. Is there, in your opinion, an advantage to either one of you with the larger octagon or an advantage to the smaller octagon? Uh, I think, uh, you know, the smaller one, you know, theoretically could help with the rest, they say, but I think it's, I think it helps where our person uses it the best. I think, you know, I think that, uh, you know, you, you, you think it would help, but if I'm using it the way I want to use it, then how's he, you know, going to do what he wants to do? Gotcha. Gotcha. You know, one thing I always want to ask you, CP, I think I asked you a little bit this last time you were on. I know that you're, let me get this straight. Are you an active full-time fireman or a reserve fireman? How does that work with you in your, in your off life? Which I admire uh, that you still keep doing that because I've told you before how much respect I have for firemen and firewomen, considering all the fires I've been through growing up out of Malibu with the brush fires. But what, how does that work for you? Do they let you have time off or how does this work? Well, I'm part-time um, just because like with everything, you know, especially, you know, with the bouts I've been in being, you know, being a champion that I have obligations I have to do. So it's been tough to get full time and I haven't taken any tests, but uh, you know, I'm still trying to still have a couple more years before I'm, I'm off the list of where I can't do them anymore. So, but I'm part-time at, at my departments and I actually, I get to pick my schedule a month in advance. Nice. So I can, you know, work that out. And then, if, you know, something comes up where I need off or I can, I can trade a shift with the guys that are part-time and help me out. Usually they're good guys like that. So when you're working as a fireman, is it three days on, four days off, four days on, three days off? How does oh. it work for you? Well, for, for full-time, full-time, they go one day on, two days off. But with me as a part-time, um, I, I can, I mean, I've worked 60 hours straight. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, That's but uh, it's just, it's, it's, I mean, you know, I like, you know, a lot of people think I'm volunteer. Like, no, I, I do actually get paid. <laughs> but uh, but uh, no, uh, yeah, it's just um, you know, just like I said, month advance. So I, I get, I usually pay five or six shifts a month. Sometimes I pay a couple extra if it's on the weekend. It's you know a little easier at nighttime. Right, and as far as the fireman, I know my brother who's a retired police officer. The retirement package is fantastic. So now on the schedule you're on, you've been a fireman how long now? Oh, 10, 11, 12 years. I have no idea. So would I venture to guess that at twenty or twenty-five you can actively retire and? No, because yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't have pension or benefits because I'm part time. Really? Don't I know, it. I know. Yeah. But listen, I have a great wife. We have, you know, we, we have investments. We have retirement plan. We got it all done. But so if I get full time though, then I can still get it. Got, so you could actually switch to full time if you wanted to. No, I can't. I have to take a test. Every every city has a test, the civil service test. So and then they gotcha. go through the process. And then so like you know, the one test I took, I think there's about 100 people, and then you know they take the top 10 or you know. Or wherever right. it is, and then you have to sit down and interviews and you know pick the best. So gotcha, gotcha. So when you're doing sixty hours on and you want to train, right? I don't train. Do you, no. you don't. I was just gonna say, is there any yeah. training during that sixty hour period? Oh no, nope. no. I sit there and do our stuff around the shop and you know on station and just you know I try to try not to do work too much at the station. If I am, if it might be like elliptic or something, I'm just gonna sweat in, kind of get soreness yeah. out of anything, but just. You know, that's just my time away and just want to relax and just work, you know. And uh, if I do, if I, I only did that once or twice to work 60 hours. The only reason I did it was because I wasn't training and then I didn't have a fight coming up so I could, I could do that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, another big question for me. Do you drink um, at all when you're not training? Do you, uh, do you ever touch yeah. out like? I, I mean, I, I don't like before the baby. Yes, I was having fun, having a good time, you know, but uh, social, now, social. you know, yeah, we're not with the baby. I mean, I, I, you know, I'll be able to. Uh, you know, I like wine, drink some wine, um, but I don't, you know, really go, you know, ham on it. Um, you know, I mean, I used to drink about eight weeks out. I stopped drinking about eight or six weeks out, but I don't really, you know, like two, three beers, you know. That's okay. That's all right. I, I'm just, I'm just asking, but I am asking for a reason. Do you ever drink bourbon? Uh, I have. Okay. Well, I'm not a crazy bourbon guy, but I do, I do, I don't mind it. That's okay. I'm going to need your opinion on Puncher's Chance Bourbon, which is coming oh. out in two weeks. I got you. I'll give it a test. I got my coaches are actually big bourbon guys too. So, all right. Well, we'll take care of that. We'll make sure your coach is happy. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Final question for me, real quick, Stipe. When when people reach the success that you have in in MMA, and especially when they they stumble, like you, you lost your title before, you know, gaining it back. Sometimes they get a little bit crazy and they relocate and they go to different gyms. You've stayed at home, and I think you know personally on the outside looking in, it seems like that has been maybe at the center of your success remaining who you were before all this uh success came upon yourself do, do you feel like like cleveland and, and ohio is is where you need to be in order to maintain the success you've achieved in life yeah i mean i love where i'm at i love the city it's a 
you know, best city in the world, man. Just great people, just everything about it. I just, I love Cleveland. But, you know, the reason I relaxed was I, I feel like if you leave, like, you, you, you're, like, you just, you, you have a second thoughts on your fighting ability. I think, uh, you know, I have the trust in my coaches, man. Like, you know, we, we I lost three times, you know, but I never left just because they have the trust in me. Like, I have trust in them. We're, we're a family, you know. We're in it together. We're not going to just, like, bail out because one, one, one fall, like, one, one time you fall, you, you got to get back up on the horse and get on together and go. Yep. Exactly right. Why? Because it's always a puncher's chance. I'm sorry. I love the, <laughs> I love the name of my bourbon. <laughs> you know what, Steve? Here's the thing. There's a lot of things about you that, that I really admire. Um, I think you're always going to be in the minds of the people, what I call a people's champion. You know, you're, you're so relatable. You're so down to earth. You're so humble. And this is what a lot of people relate to. And it's a, it's a wonderful quality. It's an amazing quality in an athlete of your level and your expertise. And, and um, just want to thank you, CPA, for being you and being the role model that you are, because it comes across great. People, again, relate to it. I relate to it. And I think it's very important to be that way and to give back and be, as I always say on my show, a role model to your sphere of influence. So I want to, I want to thank you for that. Thank you. Thank Ryan too. Cause I think she keeps you in line, but you know, no, it's no, okay. no I appreciate it. And she 100% keeps me in line. She, uh, <laughs> you know, she makes me that, keeps me that straight, straight path, but I appreciate that. It means a lot. And I, yeah, man, it just, you know, I just, uh, you know, I don't want to do anything where I can, you know, embarrass my family or jeopardize, you know, anything for my family. I always want to be doing the right thing, make sure that, you know, not, you know, to be that guy, I just want to make my, you know, my, my, my wife proud, my mom proud, my family proud. And, you know, and it's the way I was raised, you know, it's always, you know, be there people and, you know, you know, you, you, you find the people you need help and, there's, you know, the other people find the way out. Wonderfully said. Can't take anything away from you. Can only praise you for everything you are and everything you said, my man. It is such a pleasure to have you on the show, Steve. I really thank you. I know you got to get back to work and get back to relaxing and enjoying that beautiful Residence blank 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 where you are, <laughs> so it's all good. <laughs> and, no, I appreciate you, man. I'll be heading up on Friday. I'll be getting okay. tested, quarantined, and then walking the octagon to roar your name and roar DC's name. And with all respect and all our friendship, may the best man win that night. But I know you're going to be coming out like the monster that you are, my friend. You know it. You know it. And I can't wait yeah. to see your suit, my man. Ah, I got a new one. I got a new I one. I know you I, do. Yeah, I tell you, just for you, I'll tell you what. Here's the funny thing: this, this, the suit, the jacket that I had made, I had shipped to Abu Dhabi, right? Yeah. Because we were so sequestered, the delivery service couldn't get it into the hotel. Oh. I said, I said, don't even try. Send it back to my yeah. home in California because I'm wearing this for the Stipe Miocic DC yes. Cormier fight. So yeah, you it. got the yeah. special. It's you a world it. premiere. It's it means a, a lot. Premiere. It means a lot. Honestly, I might cry right now. It means it means so much to me right now. It means a lot. All right. Well, you got it, my friend. Listen, big cheers. No fears. See you Saturday night. Ready to roar. Let's share that octagon and put on a show, my friend, as I know you in D.C. will. Yes, sir. You know it. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Steve. Right, thanks, Steve. Hey, take care, my friend. Bye, sir. Cheers. Total Wine & More announces points with a purpose. Now through September 13th, collect five times points on wines and spirits. Points earned equals a matching donation to local charities, up to $2 million in total. Shop with us today or visit TotalWine.com. Terms and conditions apply. Total Wine & More announces points with a purpose. Now through September 13th, collect five times points on wines and spirits. Points earned equals a matching donation to local charities, up to $2 million in total. Shop with us today or visit TotalWine.com. Terms and conditions apply. Toyota's Labor Day sales event is ending soon. Save big with 0% APR on 13 of Toyota's top-selling models like RAV4, Camry, and Corolla. Don't wait. Toyota's Labor Day sales event ends Monday. Toyota, let's go places. Click the banner or visit buyatoyota.com. Hi, this is Stephanie from Safeway. Exciting news. Safeway, Chevron, and Texaco are offering even more savings at the pump. Now through September 8th, shop at Safeway and redeem up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards at participating Chevron and Texaco stations and at Safeway fuel stations. Shop Safeway this week and earn up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards. This is Stephanie from Safeway, and we'll see you soon. Maximum gas reward at participating Chevron or Texaco stations is $1 per gallon in a single fill-up, up to 25 gallons for a limited time. Other restrictions and exclusions apply. See complete details in-store or at Safeway.com. Bruce, I, I really feel like Stipe Miocic is the people's champ, like you were saying. Like, he's mm -hmm. he, honestly, he's on the precipice of the biggest heavyweight fight in MMA history, not yes. UFC history, MMA yes. history. In, in a lot of ways, I mean, I love mixed martial arts more than anything. To me, this is the biggest 
uh, heavyweight bout in combat sports history. I know not a lot of people are going to agree with me. They're going to point to other examples. But for me, we're talking about two of the greatest heavyweights to ever put on the gloves. Statistically speaking, Miocic is the greatest UFC heavyweight champion because he's defended the title uh, more than anyone else. Uh, Daniel Cormier, when you look at his long you know, run in, in MMA, a lot of people are going to point to his contributions and capturing a title at 205 pounds and, and heavyweight is sort of ancillary. Well, he started at heavyweight. So really, in a lot of ways, you look at his strike force run, now his UFC run, Cormier's knocking on the door of potentially being the greatest heavyweight of, of all time. I honestly believe that whoever gets their hand raised on, on Saturday, Bruce, is the greatest mixed martial artist to ever compete at heavyweight. And I'm including the, the Fedor Emelianenkos of the world. Well, I totally agree with you. And it's almost to the point, it reminds me back when uh, the Ultimate Fighter finale in the very first season when Bonner and Griffin fought. And I told everybody, just came out, that what you just witnessed, the greatest fight, you know, ever in the octagon. Mm. I would love to be able, after a great fight, to be able to say you just witnessed the greatest heavyweight, you know, fight ever in mixed martial arts. But obviously, I'm not, I'm not right. going to say that. You know, I'm just not right. my role to say that. It's Joe Rogan's and, and John Anik and their role. But yes, it has all of that potential. Yeah. And in fighting sports, listen, boxing has had so many great, amazing heavyweight fights, going back to the Ali, Frazier's. I mean, I can go on and on and on. In respect to the great warriors of fighting out there, be it boxing, be it mixed martial arts, this is definitively, if I could state it on my own expertise level, whatever that might be in people's minds, is the greatest heavyweight mixed martial arts fight no question. ever to be no taking place. Yeah. When, you have, when you have the greatest mixed martial arts fight taking place, that means whoever wins it is the greatest heavyweight to ever fight in MMA. No that doubt. is what we are going to see on yep. Saturday night. Whoever's yeah. hand and, is raised will carry that title. And what's crazy about it, Bruce, is again, it's in the UFC apex where no yeah. one gets to come in from the outside world. Uh, you know, I don't need to tell you that you need to be thankful for where you are in life, but you're one of the handful of people that will be able to see this in person, and that is truly something special. I kiss the ground every time I wake up as the voice of the UFC octagon, and I probably kiss it twice now that I get to go to these shows with no fans because I realize how lucky I am to have my first-class seat on this rocket ship going upwards. And listen, let's face it. We said it before on the show. We're saying it again. People around us in sports are trying everything they can in a bubble, out of the bubble, yeah. testing, whatever. They're trying to get their sports off the ground. The problems with the COVID situation is just getting worse every single day. Mm -hmm. We've had a thousand people a day die now for 16 straight days in the United States. I mentioned earlier, 60 NFL players being tested, baseball players being uh, tested positive, coaches coming down with it. So it's just on and on and on. Um, we are leading the way, showing them how to do it, but this is a very difficult well, task. This, very this difficult. is the thing, and, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not taking anything away from the UFC and what they've done because it, it's fantastic. It's, it's truly trailblazing in a lot of ways. But the reason I think mixed martial arts works where other sports don't is because it's fight to fight. It's card to card. You can have fighters test positive. That's not going to cancel the card because you take the right steps and protocols uh, to make right. sure that they don't uh, infect other people. When it comes to baseball, they've had to cancel some games uh, because some teams have been exposed and, and people test positive. Those players are always going to be around one another. So one person gets it, and then it just goes down the line and, and basically eliminates half the locker room or the entire locker room. In, in mixed martial arts, because it's an individual sport, you're able to cut the concerns out and do what you need to do. I honestly think that we're going to see over the next 6, 12, 18 months, if, if we don't get a, a – a, vaccine or or this thing doesn't die down mixed martial arts and, and individual sports probably will be the only sports that can progress and, and proceed i tragically have to agree with you it's i have to I hate about it. the potential of that i mean when you look at baseball you got a starting lineup of nine players yep back with a backup of maybe let's say another 18 so you got 20 some people partying yeah. every 25. day in the locker room. 25 in football, you got 42 or 44 partying in a locker room every day. Yeah. Now, when I say partying, I mean that they're closed facility right, things right. are happening. Well, they're you practicing too. I, I, so, I, I, I know it's is it premiered yet? I know it's on. It's based premiered, in LA. Yeah, it premiered this week, and it's on the Chargers and the Rams, and you see what they're going through, and mm. it's like I almost with I, as much as I want to see it, I almost cringe realizing how close you can come to just brushing an infected right. person. So you know? what I saw, and I don't know if you, I mean, you watched the episode. I didn't. I saw the promo and no one was wearing a mask. There was no procedure explained or outlined 
in the promo for the first episode. So when you watch it, is, is COVID even a storyline or is it just yeah. not talked about? No, it's a storyline because what I saw, I got, I, here's what I did last night. Let me preface this. I went out, you know, we had the Perseidus last night, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Which is one of the coolest things ever. I decided to, uh, with, you know, friends went up to Castaic Lake last night. We drove okay. an hour, got about 2,500 feet above sea level. Nice. I saw comets, man. I, it was so amazing, TJ. I thought I was watching July 4th fireworks. Really? There was one comet that went over my head. I swear to God, I thought it looked like a rocket ship. Wow. It was just, and then it just dissipated. It was, sure it was so cool. Ship? You never know. No. no. I don't know the if we saw it. Out there, I, mean, I was in the middle of nowhere. I was totally in the middle of nowhere. So yeah. in Castaic Lake. Well, that's not the middle of nowhere. But anyway, I got back and I caught uh, Hard Knocks after it started. And the mm -hmm. very first scene I saw yeah, it was like reminded me of UFC. They have to walk in, they get the temperature checked, they get yeah. tested, they get blood tested every single day, TJ. Oh, really? That's what I gathered last night wow. every single day. That's that what to be I gathered. So now I want to It's got to be so expensive, but I want to clarify that's the case, but if that's what they're doing, how much more can you do, you know? Yeah. No, I, I I mean, I I think even, and that's the problem too, Bruce, even testing every day, all that's going to do is tell you, look, we have an issue. You know, that's it. It's not stopping the issue. You know what I mean? Like that, that's the, the whole problem here. You can mm -hmm. do what you can do as a sports team, as an organization, et cetera. But yeah. still to this day, it all falls on the public. It falls mm -hmm. on how the players and everyone acts when they're not in the bubble. And right. the bubble is the only safe place. Getting outside the bubble, it's not clearing up, Bruce. Uh, my kid uh, started school this week. Um, I'm not a good third grade teacher. I wasn't a good second grade teacher. I'm not a good third grade teacher. And I sit there and, and I don't, I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at anything other than the situation because I'm responsible for my son's education. And I will tell you straight up, I'm not qualified to be responsible for my son's education. You're and, not, and, and almost every other parent is not beyond what they right. can do. And, and I get frustrated, Bruce, because when I see these people in the Walmart coughing in people's faces and just acting like idiots and going viral, and I don't know why they do it, because for me, I think their lives are over after that. Whether you feel like you should or shouldn't wear a mask, if you see someone freaking out in public and that video goes viral, why would you ever hire that person? Clearly, they have an irrational behavior pattern that you wouldn't want to surround yourself with, with even if you agree with person. them. I would never hire that person. I would never get in their space. And God, yeah. forbid, they get in, God forbid they get in my space. Right. That's all I'm going to say. And, and my issue, Bruce, is this entire situation, it falls on all of us. Yes, it falls on the medical industry. Yes, we, we need to you know, wait and, and let the, the doctors and, and the FDA and everyone, you know, proceed with what they need to do to try to eradicate this. But mm -hmm. in the meantime, again, it falls on us. And I have it, no it, faith well, in it, us. I have no faith. Take it, uh, take it a step further. You, you say that you have no faith in us. Faith in people, faith in groups, as life is a pyramid with the leadership on the top, and the base, as I've discussed many times on the show, having to be very strong to maintain that pyramid so it does not fall. When you have misleadership, as we've experienced, causing people to be confused about whether to or whether not to wear a mask, mm -hmm. even though all the reports are coming out saying if everybody would wear a mask, this thing would go down. Okay, right. it's there. It's been proven. I don't even want to argue about it. It's been proven. But when you don't lead by example mm -hmm. and then you try to lead by example sometimes it's too late right because things have been embedded in people that they will continue to do out in the open had it been that way from the beginning maybe we'd be in a different period right it would now. be it would be we have the smallest population compared to the world and the highest infection rate i know it's terrible it doesn't Bruce. Make it it. Doesn't, it's terrible it doesn't make sense there are a billion people in india a billion yet we have higher numbers yes you know, here in a place called uh, Manhattan Beach, California, if you're not wearing a mask, get a $350 fine. As you should. As you should. That's I'm the sorry. bottom line. I, I know people are going to say, oh, freedom. Yeah, sure. I get it. Freedom what? Freedom I, to get the virus? I don't want to get it. Saying. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, if you feel that wearing a mask is an infringement on your rights as a human being, you have never felt true adversity in life. 
You really no. haven't. No, and we're all being tested right now. This is a test of our resilience, a test of our stability, and a test of us as, as a citizens of America it, being the best we can be. Bruce, it's a test of whether or not you're an asshole. Honestly. That's a good way to put it, T. I actually like that. Yes, it's an asshole test. Absolutely. Um, I want to say speaking of assholes, but I shouldn't say that. <laughs> All <laughs> let me, right. Let me just save this next story for the story after this story. Okay. okay. I didn't mean it to come out like that. I All really right. didn't. All right. Okay. Um, but anyway, this has nothing to do with what we were just talking about. I'm very happy to see that Biden, I don't get political on the show, but his picking of Kamala Harris as his vice president pick, his presidential mm -hmm. pick, historical. I'm, I'm all for it. I think it's cool. I think it's a great choice. And, um, you know, kudos. Kudos to him. Yep. Right? We'll see, I what think if, we'll see what we'll happens. We'll see what happens. If anything with Biden, and I've talked about his age on the show before, what did I say a week or two ago? I hope he picks the best VP yeah. running mate in case anything does happen. If he gets elected, we need a strong ally as his side as his side person. Yeah. That's what I think Kamala Harris is going to prove herself to be. Left or right, it doesn't matter. I'm just happy that that uh, question mark has been filled in with an answer. We know what yeah. the ticket's going to look like, and now we can proceed to uh, debates and uh, finally getting this thing done and over with because, I mean, it's been tedious. It's been hard to, to sit back and, and follow along with. And I felt that way during the last election. Um, and obviously, whoever wins, the political mill is just going to turn over and turn and turn and turn, and it's always going to be daunting and, and hard to follow. But I, I prefer uh, when we're early in a presidential uh, term because we're not talking about the elections like we do and, and everything that leads up to it. I'm just, I'm just excited to get it over with. Yeah, I'm with you too. Um, at least it's not going to be delayed. <laughs> right. oh. Okay, and another one on that note, with all respect, um, I was reading an article. I knew this was going to happen too. That article came out that, that uh, President Trump was trying to push the South Dakota governor to put him on Mount Rushmore. Right, yeah. Because, <clears throat> yeah. okay. okay. I mean, is there anything <laughs> more vague? I must be saying Mount Rushmore. I just, I, no one I don't have words. I don't have words. Leave I don't Mount have words. Rushmore alone. I leave it alone. It's, no it's room. History. We're already tearing down enough statues here and statues there for obvious reasons and rightful right. reasons. But um, yeah, let's just leave something. The dude's a billionaire. Go build your own mountain with your face on it. What did I tell you before he was elected? I did say it. Oh, again. I remember. I'm talking, yeah, I'm not talking negative about no, no. Uh, President Trump. I'm just making do a statement. Me, do I'm going to tell what you did, what you said? Go ahead, tell me. What did I tell I, you? I remember this vividly. And I was like, first yeah. off, when you said, I'm like, first off, Donald Trump's never going to be voted as president. So you're right. wrong, Bruce. Right. Uh, okay, there's egg in my face with that. And I told you he would from day one. Yeah. Right, you did. Not and, that I was going to vote for him. I just said I could tell you with the TMZ vote he was going to well, win. You, you told me with the reality star that he is that he was going to be able to make it exactly what he did, a popularity contest. And, right. you know, so – Which right is a sign of the political right. awareness of the, yeah. of the American public. But, but you said that Donald Trump is such a good uh, branding uh, officer for himself he that is. he would put the Trump name on Air Force One. And somewhere on the White House, I said. And somewhere in the White House. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And uh, honestly, I'm surprised that it's not there. Maybe, maybe if he goes out, he spray paints it. I don't know. Well, who knows? If he loses the election, there might be some graffiti on me. <laughs> you know what? I, I bet you it says Trump behind like one of the paintings somewhere in the White House. Like he wrote his name somewhere, I bet. Uh, maybe initialed it in the bathroom. Who knows? <laughs> you know, it, all kidding aside, all kidding aside. And that's what we're doing, folks. We're just kidding. And another thing on the political end, I've stated on the show before, I am not a registered Democrat or Republican. I'm bipartisan. I'm all about being the best man yep. and or woman win. I'm the same Period. with you, Bruce. I used to register as a, as a Democrat, and um, I have now registered as an independent um, simply because I feel like politics are just that. And, and unless you're honestly, a politician, you are not either a Democrat or a Republican because you don't play on that team. You don't hold office representing that party. So you should remain independent and make decisions that best suit you and best suit your family. And I, I just don't think people think that way anymore. And, and that's what's really unfortunate and, and daunting with the whole political thing is I hear people arguing points that they just hear on TV or read on the internet. And it's like, that's not necessarily true. What you're talking about is just the points that they want you to regurgitate as you claim that either you're on the red team or the blue team. It's like, knock it off. Just knock it off. Right. Yep. Yep. Well, you know, to be a good politician, you got to be a good salesman. 
Oh, man, then, then what office are you going to run for? Because you'll win. I'm not going to run for politics. I've had offers. I'm not, I'm not going to say offers. You know, I'm mayor of Malibu, Bruce Buffett. No, 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 no. You don't want me being a politician. All right. I'm a spokesperson. You're a campaign <laughs> manager. Yeah, there we go. Oh, well, there we go. No, I'm busy enough as it is, TJ. I couldn't even imagine getting any busier with all respect. And thank God I'm busy because a lot of people aren't. And I, again, kiss the ground every day I wake up. I mean, just be happy and, and be happy. For sure. Be happy and humble about what you have in life. Listen, uh, a couple little tidbits here in the news. There's an electric car coming out called, have you heard about this thing, the Hyperion? Mm. They're making this a beautiful car. Who's making it? Uh, is Hyperion the company? It's a Cal- Hyperion is a California-based company. It's a hydrogen-powered supercar. They hope it'll change the way that you know hydrogen fuel is being um, looked at with technology. TJ, it can go. It has a thousand horsepower. Its electric motors will generate more than a thousand horsepower, according to the company. Really? It can go um, from zero to sixty miles an hour in a little over two seconds, which is similar to that Tesla X. I think can do that yeah. too. A thousand miles on one tank. That's like over what? twice as much as that. Yeah, a thousand miles in one tank, which I get three yeah. to four times as much as the average electric car. But where where do you get the gas? How does that work? You know what I mean? Like you're not going to pull into your local I don't know. gas station and get filled up with hydrogen. Also, too, again, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I, I was under the assumption that, that hydrogen was pretty unstable. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. They, I'm still, they, I'm a fender bender, you know, ending in an explosion or something like that. Well, they say it doesn't combust hydrogen. It uses the fuel combining hydrogen with oxygen from the air. So it's a process that creates water, which is the vehicle's only emission okay. and a stream of electricity to power the car. Uh, That's that make, about I mean, that all I can of, possibly tell you. That kind of makes sense. Hydrogen plus mm-hmm. oxygen equals H2O. Right. I get it. Well, Honda, Toyota, Hyundai, and General Motors, they've all pr- produced hydrogen-based cars. Right. But they've sold them in very small numbers. This well, is, seems to be a move. But I tell you, if you look at this car, yeah, this is a – like, I, I'll tell you, this is what it reminds me of. I don't think I told anybody on the show, but my Mercedes that I got off, I sold recently, right, uh-huh. that I had for a number of years. I took two trade-ins on it, and one of the cars of trade-in is a car that could be turned into what they call a Vader car. Do a search on right now. It's called a V-A-Y-D-O-R car, and All look right. at that car. It was in the movie Suicide Squad. So for a you know, certain amount of five oh. figures, you – what is this thing? I'm building that car right now, TJ. Dude. 900 oh. horsepower. This car is going to be is more powerful when I'm done with it than a Lamborghini or any Lamborghini or Ferrari on the, on the road. 900 horsepower, TJ. Look at that thing. It's going to be all black. The seats are going to have its time in the headrest, right? So I'm taking advantage of it. I'm either going to sell it. Because it's actually an investment in a way, but um, I think I might wind up keeping it. I think there are these I, Vader I'll, kits, Bruce, that retail for uh, fifteen thousand dollars, and then you get three times more that, than what it costs if you sell it. All right, you just said it, so I'll tell you what it is. The cost of the car is a little under thirty grand, uh-huh. right? But it's worth one hundred five thousand when they open market. How? How? I mean, that's a no-brainer. The guy traded in the car. I had the guy that the man that did the whole transaction for me is. Works with has built a Vader before. He was amazed when the man traded in the car, and then he said, "Listen, I did some research. It's perfect. If you want the kit, I can build a brand new car for you." They're How beautiful. can I say no? They're How can I say no? Especially if it's you can gorgeous like that. Oh my god! Yeah, completely. Let me, co- let me, let me know. I want to drive this thing, or at least uh, passenger seat. The kit just came in. Um, it's going to be about five figures to have it built on top of the cost of the kit. Sure, right. Probably, it's going to cost me around ten grand to have it built, and then. Um, you still come out ahead. Ahead. Way ahead. Yeah, way ahead. What color is it going to be? God, you're excited over this. It, it's a gorgeous-looking car. I'm not kidding. It's Batmobile black, my man. I love it. Bat, Batmobile black. It's love got it. got blue, blue interior fringes. And then, like I said, the seat. You see its time behind me, the, the font on its time? Oh, yeah. That's in the headrest right behind where my head sits. That's amazing. So we're having the seats done too. It's going to be a fun thing. Follow me on Instagram, everybody, Bruce Buffer UFC. If you don't already, appreciate it if you would. Also, make sure you subscribe to the show on YouTube so you get notified because uh, it's. I really love the fact we're doing video shows every week. But I'll be announcing and showing videos eventually. It's going to take two months. So okay. figure in a couple months. So I'll keep you updated. Awesome. I, I mean, wasn't even, I, you got me to say it because I was looking at this and maybe realize what I'm doing. I'm not a huge car guy, Bruce, but this thing looks absolutely amazing. It's going to sound amazing. My neighbors might not be too happy when I rev this puppy <laughs> up, but it's going to sound amazing. 
Yeah. Totally. Um, you know what? And also with the shows at the Apex. Yeah. Oh, you don't think I'm going to hop in this puppy and head oh, over to Vegas? Probably. I mean, you might, yeah. you might drive to Cleveland next time the UFC gets on the road again. Hey, I had the Mercedes at 105 average. I said it again, darn it. In areas that were empty. Right. <laughs> I made right. it to Vegas in three and a half hours. I might make it, you know, in three hours and 10 minutes in this thing. Uh, no, I'll, be, I'll be safe. I'm going to be safe. I'm well, hey, hey, Bruce, I'm still believing fully that you're still getting past even going at that speed out there. Because you get on the 15 when there's no one on it, it, it may as well be the, the Daytona Motor Speedway. You can't help but hit it a little bit. What can I tell you? All right, right let, let's go on a few more stories, and we're going to sign off for everybody. Um, Heritage Auctions uh, is one of the finest auction houses for sports memorabilia, movie memorabilia, everything. They had uh, Isaiah Thomas's 1984 NBA All-Star Game MVP trophy up there. Mm -hmm. They had to pull it off. Why? It was stolen. No. Stolen. They had to pull it off the auction. Yep. Man. Imagine that wow. happens all the time, TJ happens all the time. Yeah, no, I, I remember, I don't know when this was probably like a decade ago when the mail-in gold uh, companies first started popping up on television. Oh, you know, I remember them. They, I don't even see them anymore. Yeah. No, you, you really don't. But I remember uh, somebody had gotten um, like a Super Bowl ring with all the jewels removed and that was stolen, you know, so someone had uh, tried to get that. But like, I don't know, I, I think theft like that with sports memorabilia happens way more than, than we're aware of. Oh, tons, tons. And I'm going to give you one more sports memorabilia thing we talked about on the show before. And you have this, the panel card, the Magic Johnson rookie card from the 1981 tops yeah. uh, basketball cards that were produced. Give the, our, re, our listeners, we got new listeners coming in every week, but just to give you a little bit of history, everybody, I bought a box of this eight years ago, a box of cards with 16 wax packs in it, which usually a box will have four rookie cards like you have, TJ. Right. So I paid $1,100 for the box going against my wishes and like being not the smartest person in the world. I didn't need the money, but I went ahead and put it up for sale and I sold it for $4,200 about six years ago. It was only two months ago. I told you that the box went for 15,000, give or take. Right. TJ, the box just sold for $25,000. What? $25,000. It's gone up from the 4,200. I sold it for six years, 25,000. Now, if it's anything like the 86 clear boxes, which go for 60 to 80,000 yeah. at the rate, this is moving up in 10 years. I'm going to punch myself in the face oh. because this box is going to be worth 50 to a hundred thousand dollars. So let me ask you this. If I was a memorabilia collector and had a, a bankroll, at $25,000, is that still a smart investment? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Hmm. Right now, sports, if you're going to hold on to it for five, I'll, I'll tell you why. You're going to hold it for five years, yes. Three years even. I and Brian, who can attest to this too, is an amazing collector of sports memorabilia, as we discussed many times on the show. TJ, I have not seen anything go down in price except modern day cards. Yeah. Well, and even then, you got LeBron James selling for one point four million or whatever it was, which is a rarity. It's one of you know one of twenty five cards. Yeah. Supply and demand, cards of value. Yeah, I, I think some of the greatest buys right now. If you could buy Mickey Mantle rookie cards and second year cards, it'll cost you fifty thousand, seventy five thousand. Hold on to them for a couple of years, and you're probably going to fifty percent to one hundred percent double your money. But these are big investments to make big payback. I, I, I'm so gun shy about uh, sports cards because of what Upper Deck essentially did to the market when I was a kid. You know, you I don't have a, buy it. You don't buy anything over 1990. No, I mean, I, I hear you, but I wasn't really collecting cards before then. You know what I mean? So like at, yeah. at, at 10 years old, I'm not buying stuff from the 70s and 60s. But uh, it, it's hard for me as an adult to try to get back into that market because simply all the cards from my youth are absolutely worthless. It's an expensive market. Brian was telling me recently he, he sold about $3,000 with the cards on eBay. His total investment was 300 bucks. Wow. 300 bucks. Good for him. Well, you got to be smart. I mean, this is year. Sure. We've been at this game for so many years, but there's a way to circumvent it and learn by reading online. But I'll, I'll, I'll before I go into the next subject, just everybody out there while we're talking sports memorabilia, pre-1975. Just think pre-1975. If yeah, you have any questions. I, I, own a, I don't own a card pre-1979. So. It's so cool. What's our email for the show if anybody wants to send any collector questions? Well, they can send, send it to me, DeSantisMMA at gmail.com, and then I'll forward it. Yeah, the Santos MMA at gmail.com. Send right. him in and he'll forward to me. We'll answer him on the show if you send anything yeah, that'd be in. Great. I got a feel good story here. Just real quick, I should actually crack open my, uh, my, my foot locker of cards and see if there's anything in there because you should. Uh, I don't know. You should. You Maybe. You should. If you see 86, 87, 88 Fleer basketball, let me know. 
Yeah, I don't have basketball cards. My wife well, does, but I don't. I check it out. Check it out. I'll, I'll tell you whatever. Here's a feel-good story. Um, a Vancouver woman is being reunited, reunited with a teddy bear, okay, which is a big significance for her. Her mother, her name is Mara Soriano. Her mother, Marilyn Soriano, who is 53, died tragically on June 29th last year after battling cancer, right? Her mother gifted her with a bear that included a voice recorded message oh. from her mother to her before she passed. Wow. She was moving two weeks ago and the bear was stolen no. from a U-Haul, right? No. Now think about, think, about, think about what this meant to this woman, okay? Her mother's voice recorded a message shortly before she passed yeah. to her loving daughter. Ryan Reynolds, are you familiar with uh, Ryan Reynolds, the actor? Fantastic actor, yeah. Okay, Ryan Reynolds and his wife got wind of this, okay, on social media. They offer a reward of $5,000 for the return of the bear and other celebrities like Zach Braff and Dan Levy, they, they sent sediments over social media. But when he told uh, on CNN, after Reynolds' offer, Soriano told CNN that on Thursday that a Canadian TV and radio personality named George Strum, Strum this is a hard one. Boy, I'll say this in the again. Strombolopoulos, Strombolopoulos and Kraft Peanut Butter each pitched in 5,000, making the total thing 15,000, right? Right. The bear, the bear got returned. That's the awesome. bear got returned by two good Samaritans without a scratch on her, the voice box oh, intact. Man. The only missing was the glasses, uh, which were a replica of the ones her mother wore. That's how much care she put into making this bear wow. for her daughter. Anyway, she got it back. She has her mom's voice. I'm looking at this picture of her holding this bear, and I just get tears in my eyes because it's oh. so beautiful. So beautiful. And I, I can really relate to that. Um, my father, for whatever reason, didn't like to take photos, didn't like to be in photos, um, didn't like to, to be on video or anything like that. Um, but there was one uh, video cassette from uh, a family vacation that we took to, to Walt Disney World uh, in the early 90s. And um, my mother gave it to me for Christmas one year. Like I forgot that we had this VHS tape and right. I didn't have a VCR. And you know, I, just, I just put it in the closet or whatever and let it sit there forever. And last Christmas, my wife bought me a VCR and I was able to see and hear my father again because it's, it's been 10 years now since my dad passed away. And uh, it was the greatest gift anybody gave to me. By the way, if you have a VCR lying around, Bruce, you should sell it on eBay. They're really expensive. She paid $175 for a used VCR. God, you used to buy them for 59 bucks in, or in the end. You know, yeah. listen, I can see you're getting emotional over that. It's a beautiful oh, thing yeah, that you're talking sure. about. I'm happy about it. Like, it's, it's I, anyone's given me. Absolutely. I'm trying to think if I have VCR around here because I we just cleaned out my entire garage. Uh, Chris and her husband you know, did an amazing job. I was actually in Abu Dhabi. I came back, and they, they had storage sheds outside, put everything away in my garage. It was so, it was so Chris is so amazing. Yeah, her husband Chris says, and the boys—they all help. This is what we do during but, pandemics. We clean other people's garage. Yeah. It was—it was great. I got room for the Vader. There you go. There <laughs> you garage. Go. So, um, and they knew that was coming. So, uh, they found a bunch of VHS tapes. I got to find a VHS player. I got tapes, old tapes of me sparring and fighting. Really? Um, yeah, and I've got uh, I family. I'd—I'd love, I'd love to see them too. So, uh, I don't, I don't want in particular I want to see because I got the crap kicked out of me in this one, man. I took about 20 shots to the head with this guy. I came back, but I was like, how come I didn't fall down? I can't wait to see that again. I so, know a guy, actually what he does, one of the guys that I work with, he takes people's uh, VHSs and he puts them on DVD for people. So if you need a hookup. Very cool. Send me the hookup because I want to get these on DVD. And I remember like uh, Christmas and family videos that I used to put together, like you're talking about pictures and videos of the family my dad talking and stuff i need to see all this oh, yeah. i need to see all of this it's something and that you don't cherish. think about you know with uh with, with your loved ones and and i guess you know there's there's a whole archive of you and i talking uh for the last decade plus so uh, yeah. our our loved ones you know can can hear us in casual conversation until uh well let's be honest about five minutes then they get sick of us but yeah ex you know, exactly it's something that you don't think about is, is your loved one's voices and most people don't work in the industry that you and I do. Yeah, I want to have these made because obviously I'd love to show the DVDs to my mom for enjoy for her own personal enjoyment too. So yeah, yeah please send me the contact because we'll I'll go through and I'll I'll do that. We'll All right, TJ, let the let the uh, world know what you want to let them know, and I will, and we'll sign off to our wonderful listeners around the world. Yeah. So uh, first off, as people are listening or watching, uh, you can watch the show. It's on YouTube every Thursday 
the show debuts. So please go over and uh, subscribe just to do a search for It's Time with Bruce Buffer. Uh, you'll find the show in, in uh, you know, uh, an archive of uh, the last, I don't know, 20, 30, um, plus some, some sort of all-time great ones. Um, yeah. But also, um, I want to encourage everyone to check out the show that I do uh, for UFC Fight Pass on their Facebook page called Extra Rounds. Uh, on Friday, I think at 1 p.m. Pacific time, uh, we're getting the call up. We're going to be on, quote-unquote, Big Fight Pass, the regular Fight Pass. You can stream us live, oh, me and cool. Dean Thomas, cool. uh, breaking down uh, Stephen Miocic and, and Daniel Cormier, and that will lead into their betting show uh, on the line uh, with Brendan Fitzgerald and, and Yanni the Greek. So uh, please check that out. Uh, if you want to uh, get in touch with the show, uh, again, send me an email to santasmma at gmail.com. We'll pass everything on to uh, Bruce and uh, yeah, a lot to talk about, a lot of uh, you know, things to, I think, be excited for, Bruce, even though we still seem to be in this mundane holding pattern before life can go on. Well, we're going to be in this mundane holding pattern, this COVID situation we live in for many, many months. God forbid, hopefully not over a year ahead of us. So embrace it and get used to it, folks. Uh, any questions you want to send in uh, to tjdesantis at gmail.com? DeSantis uh, MMA. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. DeSantisMMA at yeah. gmail.com. It just has to be collector related. If you have questions at all for the show, just send them in and yeah. um, keep them classy and we will address them and we'll even say your name on the show. That's and right. As a matter of fact, uh, I'd love to give away something. You want, you want to do a personalized greeting? Give away? You know, maybe random email that we get from somebody? Yeah. Or in the next month, the coolest email that we get, and you're going to be the judge of this, not me. Cool. All right. Okay. I will give away. I will give away an audio recording of a championship recording, which I saw for ninety nine dollars at BruceBuffer.com. That's a great bargain. Great value. Send us an email. Make it a good one, and you could be up there. We'll pick five. You pick the five. I'll pick the best one. How's that? Nice. I like that. That's good. Done. Done. Happy to do it. And remember, at BruceBuffer.com, the videos and the uh, audio recordings for weddings, birthdays. Business recordings. I, it's. I'm, we're inundated. Yeah. Uh, again, we're very busy. We love them. Thank you for your thank you notes. And again, partial proceeds do go to animal, children, and military charities. Just go to brucebuffer.com. Check it out. Everybody, I will see you from the Octagon on Saturday. I can't wait to get back to Vegas. I'll be heading out there on Friday. Stipe Miocic, Daniel Cormier, heavyweight championship brawl for it all. Marlon Vera, Sean O'Malley. Can't wait to see that co-main event. Junior Dos Santos looking like he just walked out of the gym every day for three hours a day uh, against Rosenstruck. You know, that's going to be a heck of a fight. Burns, Pineda, Dotson, and, and Devashili. Huh? Yeah, let me, let me cut you off, Bruce, because this is kind of an understated main card. Like, this is a yeah. fantastic main card, but the main event yeah. is so good that it actually yep. draws attention away from a card that, take away the main event, honestly, this card is worth your money. And that that's all you ever ask for is uh you know from top to bottom uh, a quality card on paper this checks all the boxes no question i mean jim jim miller's fighting for the 99th time in the last six months i know he's, he's coming on again it's unbelievable it's actually his <laughs> 400th millionth uh mixed martial arts bout inside the octagon true yeah, he just had some record on his last fight i forget exactly what everything it was, he does is a record at this it's point an, it's amazing it's amazing and felicia herrick's coming back so oh, yeah, yeah. Have her on the show. Felicia, yep. yeah always good all right everybody so Tune in Saturday night. I always say it, and I'll say it again. Some UFC pay-per-views need to be said. But if you're, if you're a true UFC fan, and especially since we're home, quarantined, sequestered, whatever level we are, there is no reason for you not to be watching the prelims on ESPN Plus or ESPN, wherever they decide to put those. But the pay-per-view main event, I'm telling you, this card is sick. I'm pumped. I'll have the new jacket. Let me hear what you think about it, either on social media or next week, because... You always do, and I'll listen. <laughs> I'll go as far to say that if you don't watch the UFC on Saturday, not only are you not a true UFC fan, you're not a true sports fan at all. There you go. You, you got to see this. And if you don't watch it because you're not a Bruce Buffer fan, I will understand. It's okay. <laughs> mute it. You can mute it. Fine. You can mute. Yeah, mute, move forward. All right, all kidding aside. Everybody, have a great week. Uh, lots to do. Stay strong. Stay safe. Please face your uh, – practice your safety and protocol, wear your mask, wash your hands, respect others, respect others' health, as well as you respect your own. Pass Hopefully. the asshole test, people. Yeah. Be true to yourself, respect yourself so you can respect others. It's the same right. thing as saying you need to love yourself before you can love others. Right. Respect yourself. Show us how much you respect yourself. Wear your mask, wash your hands. With that being said, TJ, have a great week. Be back next week with exciting guests. Maybe Sammy will come on. We'll have old Sammy Phillips. Ooh, did I say old Sammy Phillips? We'll have young Sammy Phillips on. She'll kill me on that one. <laughs> 39 forever all right 
Set your goals, everybody. Write them down. Learn about them. Be a role model to your sphere of influence. So when you set on that path of life, you can be the best you can be. Walk down that path. Perform the best you can be. Be the best you can be. Believe in yourself. Respect yourself. Love yourself. And then you're winning. If you're number one, you're winning even more. But this is all about winning in life, and that's what we're all about on This Time Radio, the No Holds Bar Radio Show, lifestyle show with the internet. Thank you so much for joining us. TJ, thank you. Love you, everybody. In the famous two words of many people, but in this case, me, buffer out. Hi, this is Stephanie from Safeway. Exciting news. Safeway, Chevron, and Texaco are offering even more savings at the pump. Now through September 8th, shop at Safeway and redeem up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards at participating Chevron and Texaco stations and at Safeway fuel stations. Shop Safeway this week and earn up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards. This is Stephanie from Safeway, and we'll see you soon. Maximum gas reward at participating Chevron or Texaco stations is $1 per gallon in a single fill-up, up to 25 gallons for a limited time. Other restrictions and exclusions apply. See complete details in-store or at Safeway.com. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber. poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Touch-free QR code payments. No seller fees until 2021. Not applicable to PayPal here transactions. Other fees may apply. Shop safe with PayPal.